Today on the John Krasinski Show, we'll talk about Anthony Edwards' continuing dominance for Team USA. We'll talk about what's going on with Rudy Gobert overseas. We'll get into John's conversation with Nikhil Alexander-Walker and other various Timberwolves tidbits. This is the John Krasinski Show, part of TalkNorth.com. Best way to listen is to subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Uh, We're able to continue having success at TalkNorth.com because of our many sponsors. TSR Injury Law, it's been been with us so long. All Energy Solar, AllEnergySolar.com. Caldera Lab, one of our newer sponsors, promo code HOOPS will get you 20% off their profits. That's the best deal you're going to find. Products, that's the best deal you're going to find anywhere. Uh, Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio. So let's start with just a quick update on Anthony Edwards. He had another monster game the other day, uh, you know, and and we know when the USA and Jordan get together, it's a rivalry game. These teams don't throw the records out. Yes. Uh, Yeah, but, you know, he's this is kind of a continuation for Anthony Edwards of this ascendance. And we've been talking about it, but um, he was on the podium after the game. Uh, doing the doing the the kind of post game interview with Steve Kerr by his side, and um and and so a lot of the discussion post game of the win over Jordan, which was a romp, um and led the way with twenty two points in nineteen minutes, didn't play the the half of the third in the in the fourth quarter, um but then he kind of really put on his Anthony Edwards hat in terms of his post game press conferences and. You know, he's asked about playing Lithuania in Montenegro in, in, in the next round. And, you know, he's just saying, you know, he was, it was mentioned that Lithuania is, is unbeaten and, and said, well, we're unbeaten also. He's like, we're not really worried about those guys. And, you know, the kind of charming sort of Charles Barkley-esque um, performances in the post-game uh, press conference setting that made you know, Charles, such a sensation when he was with team USA, um, in, in the dream on the dream team. Now you're starting to see Ant do some of that as well. In addition to what he's doing on the court. And it will not be a surprise to any Wolves fan who's watching this and saying, yeah, you know, the, this is Anthony Edwards. This is why everyone loves him and, and all of that. But now you're seeing it on a national stage, on a world stage, and you're seeing people who are not around him very often um, really sort of be swept off their feet by him, by his, you know, his plain spokenness, his, 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 his humor, his intelligence and all of those things. And, um, and so it's kind of like, Hey world, welcome to what most of us experience have experienced for the last three years. And it's, you know, it, that's the next step for him is is not only doing it on the court, but also uh, kind of you know, getting that following for what he is saying as well. And um, this was example or exhibit A of of the Anthony Edwards experience in totality today. Yeah, it's just been a blast to watch. And, you know, usually I don't get too excited about these pre-Olympic tournaments. So, you know, the U.S. is going to make it and they don't have necessarily the A-team. But he has made it very interesting. Uh, and and if you're a Timberwolves fan, you know, sometimes summer is the best season. You get to you get to just enjoy, you know, whatever uh, the team stars are doing overseas. Uh, you get to look at workout videos. Get I mean, remember how hyped up this fan base was last summer at this time. And that, you know, 
this is a big picture topic for closer to camp and closer to the regular season. But I think one of the things we're going to end up talking about is this team is probably much better prepared to be good this year than it was last year. But last year, people were bonkers. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we'll get into this later in the show. But um, last year at the Euro European Championships, Rudy Gobert looked really, really good for France. And um, and and so you had Wolves fans watching and and really trying to you know, kind of come to grips with a, a completely new roster construction and, you know, certainly hearing a lot of the doubts and the skepticism about it, but also looking at what they saw over there and saying, Hey, maybe this, maybe this will work out. Maybe this, this is going to, to, to be better than we thought. Uh, obviously they went through their bumps, um, in the road during the season. And so that didn't really parlay into, um, to the regular season success that, everyone expected, but I think it's a little different with Edwards because, uh, a it's happening for team USA. Um, and there, he's just surrounded by so much talent, but then you do watch and see how the coaches respond to Anthony Edwards, how his teammates respond to Anthony Edwards. And you can see that they all just really like him. And I think like that, is just such a crucial part of his ability to take over the Timberwolves franchise to take over, um, you know, and team USA, he has this sort of undeniable magnetism about him and everyone just, you can never be mad at Anthony Edwards. Just he's, he's just like, has that kind of spirit and energy around him. And, you know, watching Steve Kerr share the podium with Ant and just looking at him and smiling as Ant is talking, um, you understand the effect that he has. And so when he is doing it for Team USA, who, you know, yes, it's their sort of, if you want to call it the B squad or whatever it is with just all the young players on the team, but they are performing at a very high level over there. I mean, it's them in Canada. They, those, the, the, these two teams have by far looked the best so far. I mean, they're just handling their business. They're, they're blowing people out. Uh, they have good chemistry. And a lot of that is because Anthony Edwards has sort of ascended to that place and taken a lot of pressure off everyone else's shoulders. And so if he can do that with the Americans, then there's a really good chance that he can do that with the Timberwolves. And, um, that is a, you know, a, a reason to be very excited. Use the phrase undeniable magnetism. I think, I think that'll be the title of your autobiography, right? <laughs> no question about it. Well, or I, maybe I've just the show, said, maybe, maybe she, maybe she be John, the John Krasinski show colon undeniable magnetism. I, I think that's, that's better. Cause my, my autobiography I've always said is just against all odds, just given all of the adversity I've overcome as a white kid from the suburbs of Minnesota to get to the spot where I'm, I'm at, like against all odds, it's going to be the autobiography. So the bootstrap kid, <laughs> just a kid from Blaine. No one expected to be here. So, Oh man. Uh, so a lot of great NBA play, you know, when I was growing up, the players I watched, there was always a story in camp about what they added to their game during the summer, you know, magic, added the baby hook Jordan, uh, you know, Jordan would add the fall away. Um, is Anthony Edwards adding anything to his game right now, or is he just displaying what he's got? Um, a couple of things. Yeah. Like there, there's a couple of smaller, more subtle things that I think 
are different from what we have seen the last couple of years for Anthony Edwards. One is so far, um, his decision making has been really, really good. Uh, he shares the floor with a lot of talent. And so even if he could completely take over all by himself, which he absolutely could, he has the talent to do that against a lot of these, especially overmatched opponents. Um, Edwards has resisted that and is making quote unquote, the right play very often. He's not turning the ball over very much at all. Um, he is getting his teammates involved. There was a play last week. Um, I, I can't, I don't remember what day it was, but Sunday, maybe um, Jaron Jackson, Jr. Or no, sorry. Paulo Bancaro. He makes a huge block um, on one end and the game's a little bit tight and Bancaro makes a big block. And Anthony Edwards kind of corrals it in the open court and comes up up the, to the other end, and the, the 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 opponent gets gets back in transition. But Edwards, I've seen him do it a million times, could have just pulled up and taken either three or even stepped in, taken a twenty footer, um, a jump shot, and he had wide open. It was it was there for him if he wanted it. He's done that forever and ever. But instead, he waited for Paulo. Bancaro to get down the floor and then he fed Bancaro and Bancaro scored. And that's the kind of play that really tells me that he's understanding his role on that team, which is my big man just made a big defensive play. I am going to make sure he touches the ball on the other end of the court and has a chance to finish off this flurry um, and, and, and look good doing it and feel good doing it. And so when you see a 22-year-old understanding that and, 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 and trying to not only look for his own stuff but empower his teammates, that's really encouraging. And then the second thing, and we talked about it, I think, earlier on, um, maybe last week, is he has a little turnaround fadeaway on the baseline, kind of out of the post, that is a go-to crunch time, get my own shot and feel good about it type of a scenario. We saw a lot of times in crunch time with Anthony Edwards where um, he would dribble, 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 break people down, step back three, contested jumper. Uh, he didn't seem to really have a plan a lot of times in those situations when, when they needed a bucket. Um, this time, in a couple of those tough, tough scenarios. This one was against Germany that we saw in the exhibition play. It was, I'm backing them down in the post. I'm going to use my size to my advantage and I can get this shot off against any defender who's going to be on me and I can make it. And so if he has something like that to go to where he has a real plan in tough moments that have, that cannot be guarded, that's another step in his game and in his evolution that needed to be added. And that's a really good sign. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. We also want to thank longtime sponsor TSR Injury Law, 612-TSR-TIME, 612-TSR-TIME. Easy to remember. We hope you don't need that number ever. If you do need help because of an injury, you're going to want really good representation. You're going to want ethical people, good people. Uh, who take great care of you. NTSR Injury Law will do that. They've been with us for a long time. We've gotten to know them very well. Completely trust them. That's who I would call if I ever needed that kind of help. Uh, they won't charge you unless they win your case and they win 
a lot of cases. They win so many cases that they can afford billboards everywhere and television ads everywhere and to 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 uh, advertise on this podcast and a bunch of other podcasts across the Talk North platform. So again, just remember that number in case you ever need it, 612-TSR-TIME. Also want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy more thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All energy solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation and everything in between. Find out more about all energy solar at allenergysolar.com or if you want to hear, know specifically about installation uh, and, and how they would work with you, you can go to allenergysolar.com slash coach. Uh, also, want to let you know that I've been using Caldera Labs lately. Uh, calderalab.com is the name of the website. Use the promo code HOOPS to get 20% off your next order. 20% off is the best deal you're going to find anywhere. I've been using it. I keep it next to my toothbrush. Guess what? You're going to brush your teeth every day. When you brush your teeth, you then turn to their products. You use their products. takes about the same amount of time it does to, take, to brush your teeth. You And they have about six different products that will make your skin look better and it takes no time at all. It's incredibly convenient. Your skin will feel better and it will look better. We all know first impressions matter. And if you're not taking care of your skin, that's going to be the first thing someone notices. They'll think you're way older than you are. You just don't care about your appearance. Show them that you do and make a great first impression with Caldera Lab. Uh, clinical trials have found that 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. That's right where I am. I've been using it for a few weeks. It's made a difference. It's calmed down the redness. It's kept me from breaking out because it feels good. I don't scratch at my face, which also helps. Uh, one minute morning and night is all it takes to reduce your wrinkles, your fine lines, and your signs of aging. I couldn't recommend it enough. Calderalab.com, promo code HOOPS. All right, John, let's get to your conversation with Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Yeah, it was really good. So I caught up with Nikhil right before the whole tournament started, and you know, um, he has played exceedingly well for Canada, um, which, you know, this team that they look great. They look like a very worthy challenger to um, the Americans uh, for the championship over there. They are killing everybody that they play. And Nikhil has been a major part of what they're doing. He is shooting the ball from three at a remarkable clip. I think it's like 46% right now. Um, as we record this on Wednesday, uh, he looks really good and smooth. He's playing great defense, playing with his cousin, Shea Gilgis Alexander. And it just, everything is looking really, really good. And we have, you know, we've talked a lot so far last couple of weeks, as we've looked at this world cup, we've talked about Anthony Edwards and uh, how encouraging that is. We can talk more on this show, but we also have talked about Carl Anthony Towns and and what he looks like with the Dominicans. The Dominicans have, were undefeated in group play, so that that's really cool. We can get into more of that a little bit later, but I think like one of the most encouraging things that Timberwolves fans could look at out of this tournament so far is how good Nikhil Alexander Walker looks, and um he and I talked a lot about how once he came over from Utah with Mike Conley in the trade in February, he found a role with the Timberwolves where it was clearly defined and it was consistent from night to night. And that's really the first time that he's had that in his career. 
Um, certainly in the playoffs, it got to be even more of a role with Jaden McDaniels going get going down injured. But I think that there he you know he told me that he has a a much greater sense of who he is as a player and the role that he needs to fill. And then also now he knows that the Timberwolves have a real need for him and how empowering that is for Nikhil Alexander Walker. He's like a, one of the, one of my favorite guys that I've ever really interviewed. He's just a real deep thinker. He takes his time with answering questions and he does it thoughtfully and, um, and, and, and really kind of opens himself up and, and, and what he's feeling. And, and so he is looking forward to coming back to Minnesota next year and having the same coach from the year, the year prior for a rare time in his career of having a real role. Now that Torian Prince is gone, he's going to be the new Torian Prince. Um, and, and just feeling valued. Uh, with this franchise. And so um, I think that, you know, there's a lot for him to feel good about coming back next this fall. And there's a lot for the Timberwolves to feel good about in terms of getting a guy at a very manageable number who can do several different things for them and, and, um, and, 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 and really kind of, established himself as a key key role player for this team and that will continue going forward here i was so impressed by him uh throughout his entire season last year once he came over but especially in the playoffs and he's he's really the quintessential three and d player yeah absolutely um i think that you there was a lot of questions about okay can he consistently knock down the three um how good of a defender is he really because he came into the league as more of an offensive focused type of a player. And he bounced around in new Orleans and Utah and, um, and, and it just wasn't really sort of clicking for him. And to his credit, he really sort of identified where he could make his mark and, and just like ultra focused on those areas. And so to watch how he defended Shea Gilgis Alexander um, in the play-in game to watch how he made Jamal Murray work as hard as anyone made him work in those playoffs um, in the, in that series. And then how he just, when the ball found him on the perimeter and he rose up to shoot it more often than not, it was going through. And so I think that, you know, that combination of that skill, that skill set, um, was big for the Wolves, but also just kind of his fit in the locker room and the personality and 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 the way that he sort of understands that um, the, the, I guess the humility is the best way that I would put it. He has been through difficult times. The, his career has not played out the way that he imagined and dreamt it would as some sort of high scoring combo guard starting level player on a really good team that hasn't come to fruition yet, but rather than sort of point fingers or, or, or be bitter about the experience to this point, he really just kind of focused inward on himself and, and changed his game to adapt to what needed to be done. And I think that there was a lot of respect that he earned in that locker room for doing it as well, for being willing to do that dirty work for just kind of, 
having the mentality of doing whatever it takes to, to get onto the floor. And, and that's the kind of player that you need on a good team, more selfless, someone who is going to swallow his pride and his ego and just do what needs to be done. Um, that's the kind of player who can help set a tone in a locker room. And I think he did that last year. And I think that there's a good chance that he's going to be able to do that next season as well. Good stuff. Let's wrap up with Rudy. Uh, we're going to talk about Rudy every week for the rest of our lives. It's just the way it's going to work. Uh, we're going to remind you, if you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Of course, you can always go to talknorth.com and check out our full lineup of shows. Uh, subscribing to any show you like is the best way to go. John's also on the Viking Update show. Highly recommend that show as well. Also, the Jeff Diamond show as we get into Viking season will be uh, essential. Uh, also, want to let you know my band is playing September 6th, 6 p.m. at the Bloomington VFW. Stop by if you get a chance, if you live in that area. Uh, and we do appreciate all of your support. Let's get into Rudy. How's Rudy doing? Well, you know, hey, we, we have to look at both ends of this, right? Because we have done a lot of singing of praises mm -hmm. of Anthony Edwards, certainly of Nikhil Alexander-Walker, of Carl Anthony Towns on when, when things are going well um, in the World Cup. We say, um, you know, hey, this this must portend for great things coming up in the season. Well, on the flip side, Rudy has not looked great in the World Cup. Um, that France has been a huge disappointment. Uh, they are not uh, advancing through out of the group stage. They had they opened the 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 um, the World Cup play with two losses um, and just looked really disjointed. Now there, you know, we can kind of talk all we want about who's on the roster and who isn't, but they went into this tournament wanting to perform well and win as a sort of springboard into the Olympics in Paris next year, and that roster did not do it. And Rudy was certainly not dominant. Um, and he has played very, very well for France in many an international competition and been incredibly impactful. Um, but he just wasn't that way. And some of it was his guards weren't getting the ball, but we're talking single digit scoring. We're talking, you know, seven, eight, nine rebounds, um, you know, a block here, a couple blocks there. Um, but if, if Wolves fans, we're looking for sort of some sort of signs that, Hey, Rudy is coming around and he's going to enter next season hitting on all cylinders. Uh, we didn't get that. And it doesn't mean that he's going to be terrible with the wolves. It doesn't, it, it, they, it could just be a bad fit with that French team, or they could have just been underwhelming, but uh, he's going to come into training camp and into uh, to NBA play um, in September and October um, with no wind at his back from this tournament. It was very disappointing for France as a team and, and I'm sure for Rudy as an individual, just the way that things have shaken out there. You know who I blame? Please, let me hear it. Chris Finch. Yes, absolutely. No question Anything about it. Anything that goes it. wrong with Rudy is Chris Finch's fault. <laughs> that is exactly right. So we will see... Um, We'll see what they what what he does now. The good news, Jim, on on this front is we were all kind of watching closely to see, hey, you know, if Rudy and France go deep into this tournament, is he going to be physically um, tired or or um, worn down coming into training camp, just like he was last year mm -hmm. for the European Championships? That's not going to be a problem. They're done. Right. 
So he'll have plenty of rest. He'll have a month off before, uh, before training camp begins so he can get his body right and, and rested and he should be raring to go. And so if, if Wolves fans want some sort of silver lining to the underwhelming performance, at least uh, Rudy didn't get hurt. And so, so that's a good thing. There you go. Hey, lots of good stuff. Appreciate it, John. Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. Thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. We do appreciate it. Again, check out TalkNorth.com. Subscribe to the shows you like, and we'll keep bringing you great content. We're going to add some new shows here in the near future as well to our current great lineup. Again, thank you, and we'll talk to you soon.